0: Kent
1: Online News. News you can trust. This is the
2: Kent Online Podcast.
0: Oliver Kemp.
2: Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Tuesday, the 18th of August. First, today, council bosses have said they can no longer accept any more unaccompanied asylum seeking children into their care. This follows an increase in the number of people seeking refuge by travelling across the channel on small boats, a situation the government has been trying to eradicate over the past few weeks. The announcement by Kent County Council means any unaccompanied asylum-seeking children will be left with border force in Dover from now on, until care is arranged for them. Bridget Chapman from the Kent Refugee Action Network says that council bosses have been warning government they were getting close to capacity for a long time.
0: We've seen the news that KCC say they can't take in any more unaccompanied asylum-seeking children. To be honest, we're not that surprised. Um, They have been warning of this some time, and we have a great deal of sympathy with their position. There is only so much that one local authority can do. This is a responsibility that needs to be shared by local authorities around the country. I am really concerned about what will happen to these young people going forward. Um, I'm particularly worried about there being a gap between them arriving and them being sent to the local authority where they'll eventually stay. I'm really worried that they're gonna miss out on education. and there is going to be a period where they stay in Kent briefly, start to feel a little bit settled. And then they are, once they have a network, a support network here and friends, that they're moved out of the area. And that, that, that is very traumatic for them. So that is something that's happened in the past.
2: Council leader Roger Goff has been pushing to reinstate the national transfer scheme, which would encourage other councils to take on the responsibility of unaccompanied asylum-seeking children. But when the scheme was first rolled out in 2016 and Kent asked for help, only 19 local authorities responded positively.
0: We want to see the National Transfer Scheme reinstated. We want to see it reinstated really quickly. Um, But we want to see it funded properly um, because all children need to be invested in. And we want to see it happening in a timely fashion so that young people aren't in an area for a period of time and then uprooted again because that is that is not good for them and it's not good for the communities that they're going to be integrated into. I think it's incredibly important that a resolution is found and found very quickly. We have no time to lose on this. These are children. Um, and like all children in care, they're vulnerable uh, and they need to be in an appropriate setting. So the quicker this is resolved, the better for everybody. I do sympathise with KCC because... I think that for a long time, they haven't been funded properly for the amount of young people that they've been looking after. I think they've done a very creditable job under the circumstances, but it is time for other local authorities to step in and and take their share of the responsibility.
2: Bridget is also concerned how much education these children might be missing out on while stuck in limbo with Border Force.
0: One of the worries I have is that we're going to have a lot of young people who are out of education for a long period of time, and that is... A disastrous thing in in anybody's um, education when we saw over the summer when a lot of young British people didn't have access to education that there was um, there's an increasing social divide because of that and these young people are at a key stage of learning English so not having education for a period of time has a really devastating impact on them In my experience, most of these young people have really good asylum claims they're they're likely to be successful and they're going to be staying with us long term. So it's not good for them if they're not in education and it's not good for us if they're not in education. We want young people that are as well educated as they can possibly be so they can live happy, healthy and productive lives within our communities.
2: To keep up with all the latest developments, go to kentonline.co.uk. Kent
0: Online News.
2: Elsewhere today, and universities have found themselves under pressure dealing with hundreds of calls from students after the government did a U turn on the grading system for A levels this year. It was thought around 40% of students found their grades significantly downgraded from the predictions calculated by their teachers. Many will be delighted at the news, but there is still plenty of confusion around the situation. Simone Davis is Director of Marketing and recruitment at the University of Kent.
3: It's been very, very busy. Um, We've been dealing with students who um, aren't sure what's happening and being quite worried about the situation. So we've been having to reassure lots of students calling. Uh, Hotline's open from 8am to 8pm and it's just really, really busy. Twice as busy as it was this time last year. It was a bit quiet last night. I think people were just taking in everything that was being said. But we've had lots and lots of calls this morning from 8am when we opened. And as a, students are worried about what's happening. But we just really want to reassure them that if they have a place, they still have a place. And when they get their teacher assessed grades to give us a call and we will talk them through what their options are. But we do still have places available if um students have met the conditions of their original offer then we will still guarantee them a place with us if they we were their first choice and it's the same for other universities but the the message is to get in touch with the university where you were originally holding your offer if you still want to go there if you're coming to kent and we were your first choice then we will guarantee you Uh, place if you get those grades but also if you don't quite meet them with your revised grades with the teacher assessed grades still give us a call we are still aiming to be as flexible as we can because we just know what a difficult situation it is.
2: Isabel Burns an A-level student from Tenterden, was delighted by the U-turn.
3: We realised that we had
1: to fight for this this is important this is you know, it was our futures we were fighting for. And I'm so relieved that the government has decided to, to acknowledge this. And I am just so proud to be able to call those young people, young people like me. We changed this. We applied pressure. We raised our voices uh, and we were heard. But I would also draw attention to the fact that we should never have been put in this situation in the first place. Centre assessment grades were submitted in June. Exams have been cancelled since March. I do not understand why why this was done in such a shambolic manner. It's been so stressful. Human beings are not trends. We are not statistics. We actually are people. And, and we have hopes and dreams and fears and... I, I think it was just a, a failure to recognise that. I have to say, at the at the moment, I I won't believe anything until until I see it. Um, you know, I was hopeful before I got my A level results that they'd be really good, and and I was disappointed and and let down by the system, and and I'm not quite willing to to overlook that, and you know, and and be crushed like that again, but, you know, on the, on the positive side, I have just secured three A stars, so I do really hope that I'm gonna go to Cambridge. I do not accept the Minister's apology, I am just staggered as to why there was not more structure and more clarity. This was a mistake of monumental proportion. And it's going to require more than an apology to make this up to a generation of students who felt and continue to feel very betrayed by the system.
2: Others had mixed feelings about the news, like head teacher Alan Brooks from Sittingbourne.
4: Of course, we're we're pleased that, that common sense has prevailed. But I think we're still enormously frustrated that it has taken so long for this to happen and so much stress and upset and concern has been caused to so many young people and their families that could have been avoided if they'd actually looked at this some weeks ago when they first had sight of the algorithm results and done something about it then. Because the result of this is, apart from the the stress on the young people, there is a real mess still around university entrance. I think it is a mess. I think they need to get back on to those universities. I know that universities are talking to the government about raising the cap so that they can be in a position to accept more students this year than they would have done previously. That has its own difficulties with it, but absolutely the students that have got the grades now that they needed should be straight back to the university. They should talk to their schools, their own schools, who can assist them in that. They should go back onto the UCAS website. They should not allow this to to damage their their long-term career prospects or ambitions that they've held and worked so hard for.
2: Some other top stories briefly now. And a man has died after being hit by a van whilst walking alongside a busy stretch of road. The 20-year-old, who has not been named, was walking on the London-bound A2 carriageway by the Gravesend East Slip Road when he was hit by a white Vauxhall Movano van at 11.25 yesterday evening. A woman has been airlifted to hospital after accidentally cycling off a cliff. The cyclist is understood to have fallen over the precipice near Joss Bay in Broadstairs this afternoon, following a major emergency response. And people in Ashford were startled awake by the sound of an explosion last night. Several residents reported hearing a noise which sounded like a bomb going off. The cause of the sound is yet to be confirmed, but it is believed to be from a lorry tyre which exploded in the Canterbury Road area. That's it for today but you can now also subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers head to Subs.co.uk.
0: Kent Online News